Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Robert Dow Show podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dow, where we come for philosophy every week and basically just whatever's on our mind. And it's been a heavy week. I want to bring attention to some pretty heavy topics, and it's hard to walk the fine line in between offending someone and not offending someone. So if I say something that offends you this episode, I sincerely apologize. But at the same time, I'm just going to say what's on my mind and what needs to be said. (laughs) So just so you know, a good friend of mine and and a fan of the show says that the RDS show has an official drinking game. So if you have apple juice in the house, <laughs> I've got to tell you about this. Um, are you having a good week this week? Is everything going okay? Uh, are you listening to this while you're sleeping? Are you working out? Are you taking a walk? Is, is the weather beautiful? Right now it is 60 degrees outside, 30 miles out of Nashville. Bright and sunshiny day. Everything's going well. We woke up. Sorry, I had a technical issue there. We woke up, as I was saying, before I was rudely interrupted by my prehistoric tech that I need to upgrade, but I keep putting off because it works. We woke up this morning, and our little kitty child is sick, so... We're all playing stay in the house game, watching the cat and uh, dosing small amounts of anti-inflammatory and trying to guess what we're doing wrong and watching a comfy child in agony. So what we're wanting to talk about also is being grateful because that's a big thing. Yeah, I feel like in every instance, you can always be grateful. Still, use your problem-solving mind. Is it the treats? Is it the food? Is it the water? Um, I always think about, you know, on Sundays, this is usually the day I record is Sunday. Uh, It's usually published by Monday, so we publish the show once a week. And for your uh, listening enjoyment, to try and take some of the time away from your week and kind of entertain you. And uh, so the official RDS drinking game is... Every time I say that the show is purely for your entertainment or not to get political, or these are just thoughts, you're supposed to take a shot. And I'm guessing that's going to give you a sugar rush like crazy. So let me know if you play that game. Yeah, I was thinking that every time I do it, I could like take a shot of coffee or something, but I'm going to get jacked if I do that. So I'm probably not going to do that. Um, But still sounds like fun. And if you're above the age of 21 and you're making decisions you shouldn't be making and you're doing that, you're probably, if you play that game, it's probably going to get you messed up. So be careful. Don't do that. And uh, stay wise. Be be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. All right. So I want to take you back and tell you a story. And I'm going to take you back 20 years ago. And this is going to tie back into what's happening this week, but... Um, I want to that's her in the background she's obviously very comfy Um, she's purring so 20 years ago and it's going to tie back into this week something happened this week I don't know if you've heard about it in the news the president's talking about it the current president Joe Biden whatever time you're listening to this podcast who knows you might be listening to this another 20 years from now but 20 years ago about 23 to be exact there were two teenage kids going to high school they're angsty kids Um, they're dealing with anger your typical male experience in high school I feel I'm going to use a little bit of and this is purely for your entertainment do a shot (laughs) this is purely for your entertainment this is just opinions there's a few facts that are going to fly around in a little while but I, I don't know how I would how I would uh, how seriously I would take some of these statistics, but they are statistics, and I feel like they shouldn't not be seen. And I'm going to talk about some things that 
they are being talked about and they aren't being talked about. What we are blaming and maybe what we should be blaming. And this is not to get political. Take another shot. You're going to be really messed up at the beginning of this episode. So, uh, off the apple juice. So, you've got two teenage kids. I'll even drop names because I bet you that since they are 23 years ago, their names may not be that relevant to you now. And that's why this subject needs attention drawn to it. It's because these names, and I'm not glorifying what they've done. I'm saying they're bona fide examples. And they're not even the first examples to do what I'm going to explain that they're doing. So as you can see, I'm in true Robert Dowd show podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dowd. I've, I don't know if I introduced myself, but welcome again. If this is your first time coming, you can see that this this train is crazy. It's off the rails. One kid known by the name of Eric Harris and another kid known by the name of Dylan Klebold. Now, if you recognize those names, you know exactly where I'm going. If you do not recognize those names... The way I am describing this experience up until some very cutting parts of the situation are going to be unrecognizably familiar because a lot of the human experience, we say what I like to say in the show, you never know what somebody else is going through. And it's true. You never know what somebody else is going through. You don't know the path that they walk. And... They don't know the path that you walk. If, if somebody is older, odds are they've had enough time to go through some things. If somebody's younger, they haven't had time to go through certain things. But what they have went through, they're going to be more impressionable at those stages of of what they are going through. What what they are going through, because as you get older, time time it, time's relative. So time is acting differently than it would if you were. If you were younger, so by the decade, and I'm, I think there's scientific facts on this too. They talk about the relativity of time and how we experience time, and how certain moments are long and certain moments are short. Let's get back to these kids, these two teenage kids, Eric and Dylan. They're angry. They're going to high school. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep dropping these clues and keep being vague like I am. I can't help it, but I'm vague about everything to a certain extent. But here, it's going to be a tool. They're going to high school in Colorado. They're having a hard time. Um, One of them has a childhood at home where he's coming from a background of his parents are very anti-war. They're not, you know, over the edge. They just, there's certain things they don't like in their house. They like, you know, they love peace and chicken grease types of people. They're coming out of, because 23 years ago, we're talking the 90s. These parents, odds are they're living 60s, 70s, you know, love and peace. In the 90s, what was it? Is it, it might be 99. I mean, the Woodstock in the 90s was so much different than the Woodstock in the 70s. Because you had things bubbling to the top from generations before the decisions that were being made and the repercussions of those decisions not just political government but it's all the way down to how things are enveloping out into the future i i always say i always refer to us and we're in the gps era then that was the beginning of it i mean because some of these kids had flip phones they're going around the school with flip phones um being free about your sexuality was coming out in the 60s and 70s it also was coming out in the 90s but it was different you know we're talking what post some certain uh lead singers coming out you know and being that way and media having uh its own thing and however you live your life you're always welcome at the podcast i don't exclude anyone i think some of the best people in the world also to bring it down, I always go, hey, you you might not believe in God, but even Jesus had a a disciple that he nicknamed Rock. 
Peter. It meant rock. You know, it wasn't just because of... <laughs> it was the type of guy he was. He probably was hard-headed. I always have to make a, a reference to, you know, one of the oldest texts in time. I should make, you know, references to other old texts, but that's just one that's close to home for me. And you probably have one that's close to home for you. Everything's different for everybody, and everybody is on a different kind of walk. You can't, you can't tell. We can't assume to know. These kids in their walk are having the typical high school experience, as a male, anyway. And females, you know, my heart goes out to you. Your, your, uh, your high school experience, the what what we're shown on Hollywood, doesn't really cut it. You know, it doesn't show you what's going on in the back room. But I was going to school around this time, too. So this is a very relatable thing for me. I wasn't as old as these kids at the time. I was a little bit younger. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to make them relatable, but I'm never going to justify the sick things that they've done. And now I'm, now I'm alluding to what they do even more. And the buildup is well worth it the build-up is to something that's important that altered the lives of people forever they wrote books about it they've lived the rest of their life knowing things that they wouldn't have known prior to this event uh in colorado they planned to attack their school and I have to say planned because it wasn't off the cuff. We're talking, and I hate, I don't, I, I never like talking about uh, depressing topics. It's not really my thing. But the events that happened this week and the events that happened 23 years ago have a lot of similarities. And um, I can't stand on the sidelines and not say anything because that's not my thing. I'm always going to mention the elephant in the room. What's going on? I want to say I don't want to get political, but then you'd have to do another shot. So, Eric and Dylan have, you know, there were different frames of the story where they were talked about, you know, being bullied by the jocks. And jocks were more of a thing then because being a nerd wasn't as cool then as it is now because things change the context always changes over time and back then the context was nerds were going to get the beat down and i remember that because i came in on the back end of that video games didn't used to be cool it wasn't part of regular media now it's more immersive than movies it's taken as a better way of storytelling everybody who has a, a the you know the cool new game system it's like okay yeah now we have something to do when we hang out. That's sick. Some people still like board games. And uh, going out to the movies, new John Wick just dropped. I heard it was really good, by the way. No spoilers. I've just heard it was good. I haven't seen it, but I, I like Keanu Reeves as an actor, and I like how humble he is and how uh, grateful he is as well. He kind of tunes into that topic that I want to talk about as well, just being grateful for the time that you have. And... I think these people in Colorado didn't realize what they had until they didn't have it anymore. And talk about being grateful. One of the kids, I was watching an interview because I stayed up all night the other day watching documentaries and looking at these statistics that I'm about to tell you. And it was one of the last times he talked to his sister. And it made me reminiscent of the last time I talked to mom. I didn't have everything all together. You don't have everything all together for every conversation that you have with everyone. It wasn't an ugly conversation. I was just being completely transparent and honest about what was going on. And you might have a situation where you can relate to that too. Leave a comment if you remember the last time you spoke to somebody. And I hope it went well. We can always just help hope in the spirit of us being grateful and showing appreciation that in that time we get our last conversation that in that last conversation we get to say what we needed to say we get to say what we wanted to say we get to hear what 
that person needed to say and that it was a good not a not a transaction because we don't like transactional conversations but it was good it was a good back and forth and there was some enjoyment there and some meaning and definition not for progress but for the feeling that things are a bit more complete because we never know when the book's going to be slammed shut on us and these two kids that came into high school that day in Colorado they closed some books shut forever there were guns involved and I don't have the casualties pulled up which I should but what I'm referring to not to elude any longer and keep you out of the loop is Columbine which is very momentous for our time it's it's almost dare I say pivotal for our time what happened 23 years ago at Columbine Okay, my text just pulled up the statistic. There were 15 deaths during Columbine. 15 deaths. So 15 people had the book closed on them early. And some of the interviews are online. There's a uh, documentary that dropped three months ago. I recommend that you watch it. It's really good. It's sad. It's, sad. it's, a, it's, a, it's a downbeat topic, but... It's educational. History is educational. History repeats itself. And it's always good that we see what happened. And I'm going to start to introduce some questions for... It's not stuff that we have power over, but I'm merely just the observer. I'm not complaining. I'm just observing the acts. Something happened this week 30 miles out of Nashville. And it's to the tune of exactly what happened. Except different. It has a different pivot than what happened 23 years ago. What happened 23 years ago was from the inside. The inside is harder to calculate. Some of the things that I went through as a student, and I'd love it if you shared your experience as a student as well, and you can share it in my DMs, you can share it on the comments, whatever. I'm, I'm listening all the time. Whatever I can hear, I'm listening for it. You know... I felt a lot like school was like a prison. It was just to frame the the story and put it in a tunnel and give you tunnel vision. It was someplace I was obligated to go. I had to go. And if I didn't go, I'd get in trouble. I wasn't guaranteed protection while I was there. It was all about having something sharp on you. Think about that. Think about being in the mind of a student and being worried about having something sharp on you protecting yourself it's like the last thing that should be on your mind but back then and my childhood got really complicated in the school thing so we're not going to go into the entirety of it but fighting is one of the reasons I had to get out because I I was protecting myself and mom was smart enough to have me in karate classes so that was an intelligent decision but with great power comes great responsibility. It was the same thing. She gave me the power to not be bullied. But also, in middle school, my mom was a substitute teacher at the same exact school that I worked at. So she had a couple feet on the inside, seeing what was going on. But there were some crazy things that happened even then. We knew about students putting rocks in their purses and beating each other. And these are middle school kids. This isn't even high school. This is in back home in Alabama, down in the handle. Just regular stuff. And if you asked anybody from back home the kind of stories that you would hear, it's crazy stuff. I used to have to tote 150 pounds worth of books on my back. And I'm I'm in middle school. That wasn't an odd thing. That was just a regular thing. So <laughs> another thing to be grateful is if you are going to school and they've handed you a tablet, you guys got it made. Because we were on the back end of the book, and it was not good. It was not good at all. Eric and Dylan came in that school, and they knew the times that people in that school in Colorado, they knew the times that the most people would be at lunch. Up to 450 students would be at lunch between 11 and 12. And they had timed devices to explode in between that time. This is well thought out. This technically isn't 
a terrorist attack. This technically isn't a gang attack, and this technically isn't law enforcement opening up fire on a school, which has happened in history, believe it or not. Wow. Now I'm going to introduce a statistic. Did you know Columbine was technically number 38? It wasn't number one. It's happened a lot in the U.S., and these are just attacks on the faculty and students at school directly. Not, so this isn't murder. It's not gang. It's not law enforcement, and it's not terrorist. So it's not military, gang, terrorist, or targeted murder or violence. Columbine was actually number 38. When you hear stuff like that, it kind of brings it into fruition, the, the idea of it's like, well, maybe we knew and we didn't take the right precautions. And I'm not saying we, me and my listeners, we, we had no power in this. If anything, we're just here. And if you're among the older generation, I doubt that you're on the board of education somewhere. But if you were, leave a comment. Um... I was let down by a lot of those professionals when I was younger. And uh, mom and dad had to make the command decision to just... The the danger of the situation, there was too much danger. And there's too many things going on. The the lack of education outside of school, I could do a week's worth of what they were doing in high school and hold down a day job at the same time. I haven't said much about that. I've openly... Before what happened this last week, and now I gotta elaborate and tell you what happened this week. This week, at a Presbyterian school, a woman came in and she shot and she's opened fire at the school. She shot and killed three kids and three adults. Six all day. Six adults. Excuse me. No kids. Three children. Six adults. Excuse me. I've obviously see this is why we don't take the statistics that I say seriously, but they're but they're relevant. These are relevant numbers. I still think it was three kids, three adults, but we're, we're gonna go we're gonna go with what my text saying. Yeah, three three kids, six adults, and it's lives lost. And I want to introduce something else to the mix. You know how easy it is to get a speeding ticket in a school zone. I just want to drop that ball and roll it right down the hallway. If you're if you're listening to this, you know how easy it is to get a ticket in a school zone. And it does not matter where you are. Some of the... I would say they have to be the highest paid. This happened in Green Hills, Nashville. The sad thing is I heard about it on a Monday and was thinking... Damn, it's just another Monday around here. That's bad. Because it's that common for gun violence. I don't think the issue is all guns. That's political. Three children. Um, Forgive me, guys. I'm, I'm grateful for everything. I really am. I'm grateful for help. I'm grateful for you. If you know how easy it is to get back to my point. You know how easy it is to get a ticket in a school zone? It's really, really easy to think that in Green Hills, Nashville, you're getting paid by a very high-budget police force, I would think. They've got budget. I mean, down there, it is 5 o'clock traffic. I'm going to give you an idea of what it's like down there. It's 5 o'clock traffic every hour of the day. One of my buddies at work was telling me, it could be midnight, and you'd probably run into traffic in Green Hills. Midnight. I'm not a guy who's going to propose all these answers and pretend like I have all the answers. I can't even get my statistics right in my own living room here with help. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers here, but how hard would it be for them to park a police car outside the school? Joey B on the air, Joe Biden, saying things like, and I'm not getting political here, take a shot of your apple juice. He doesn't want schools to feel like prisons. 
I'm sorry, Joey. They felt like prisons when I was a kid. And we didn't have policemen there. And we didn't have people protecting us. Oh, if there's something wrong, tell your teachers. You know, even the just say no to drugs commercials didn't have it right then. They they didn't understand us. It was comedy to, to see what's going on with kids and gun violence. I want to go ahead and introduce a few more statistics. We're coming up on break. There's been 110 mass shootings in school since 1965. The ones that weren't in the U.S. were 54. So half of the mass shootings in school since 65 happened here. It was under 100. But of all those school shootings... 297 were killed and 492 were wounded. So it's almost 300 people. The majority of those being in American schools. It's crazy to think. You should hear some of the interviews from some of these people who were there during Columbine. It's unbelievable. The things they saw... And how graphic they were. I I actually would not even recommend looking into it. If you're listening to this and you're under the age of uh, 16, 18, don't even look at it. But these docs are open to the public on YouTube. And they're not they're not too graphic. It's just the hallways at Columbine, the principal saying what happened, and some of the survivors and the parents of you know having these kids and back then. You know, it seemed more feasible to people to have a family than it does now. It's not all the guns, I don't think. I'm going to go into this more. I'm not done unhashing this and unfolding this. We're coming up on break. I'm sorry that this is such a dark episode, but I just couldn't stand by on the sidelines and not introduce a little bit of opinion and introduce a little bit of what I think. But thanks for showing up, guys. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I hope that whatever is going on in your life, that it's it's bright and fantastic. And I hope that you're achieving your goals. I hope that amazing things are happening around you, unlike the events that have happened in Nashville this week. I know tragedy strikes everywhere, and everybody has their thing that they're going through, but there's always something to look forward to. There's always silver lining somewhere. It's hard to see it. And I always hate when people say, well, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's that's the argument that's losing people to having hope and having faith and believing. Because there's a lot more to have hope in and have faith in and believe in than the rhetoric of everything happens for a reason. No. Things can drop at, 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 the, at the drop of a hat. Something can happen. Anything can happen. So the important thing is that we know we're grateful. For I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for help. I'm grateful for healthy family. I'm grateful for everything around me. But uh, I'll see you guys after the break. I'll be right back. Thanks. Thanks for the break, guys. Welcome back to the Robert Dow Show podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Dow. I'm talking about a heavy topic today. We're talking about violence in American schools. And it's, I realized during the break how tough. It's tough because it might seem like I'm under a lot of pressure over here because I want to produce a worthwhile product for you, the listener, and your entertainment. Another thing is it's just hard to get out a topic like this. It's so tough. It's a tough thing. I want to shed some light on it, but I want it to be a bright, I always want the show to be a bright place, but the way I always talk about evil and looking at evil and it's not always bright. It's really not. Uh, it's, it's turned me to a realist and I've talked about a little bit of my opinion on guns before. There's a few instances in some of these situations where guns weren't, excuse me. Guns weren't guns were too easily accessible by kids. This kid Eric and Dylan that shot down 
all the victims of Columbine and bombed the lunchroom and did all these crazy things. At the end of it, they took the endings into their own hands. And that means the long arm of the law didn't really get an answer on this. Maybe I'm just spitballing because I brought up how easy it is to get a speeding ticket in a school zone. Why are those people there during school let out just in time to hit you with the ticket? Why can't we take some of that funding and this political take a shot? Jesus Christ. I, I did not. God forgive me. I did not want to get political ever. How hard is it to keep a guy parked over there? Is it do f- that few people want to be cops that is the problem the salary? I mean, I tell people all the time, I wouldn't I wouldn't do my job if down the street they were flipping burgers for 10 or 15 grand more with benefits. I wouldn't even be at my job. It's always I go to the highest bidder. That's but that's my thing. I always encourage you to do what makes you happy. It's I say that to to a detriment when I it's a more like do as I say not as I do thing. I don't really do it for happiness. I'm, I do it more like Mike Rowe says. I do it to kind of put food on the table and to have an obvious progression monetarily. But that's not a great way to lead your existence. And that's something that I have to work on. That's no one else can work on that but me. And. That's always fulfilled me more. Doing something I didn't want to do for monetary value has always fulfilled me more than doing something happy that didn't pay because I'd rather not worry about all my life necessities and my kids at home, my fur kids, or whoever, and think we might not have an avenue. Back to these kids in high school. They made their own films and, you know, they had said some profane things in the films and they were kind of scary films at the time but you got to think hot topic was a different place back then i mean the goth emo thing was in we had trip pants with zippers of parachute pants running around with makeup on and your your nails painted black and everything it was just cool it was the style it was like bell-bottom jeans in the 70s i imagine everybody was just taking on that Rob Zombie type of style it wasn't and black and white and you know all the dark colors and dark colors still aren't out some dark colors are still in they're just it's not paraded in the same way and you know Hot Topic's changed I think Hot Topic's gonna close eventually because it just doesn't know what it wants to be but yeah the style of things it was scary it was horror and they would threaten their friends and stuff like that. One of the kids who was given uh, Eric or Dylan a ride to school, he like woke up late. His, his mom was like, just ask him to forgive you. And the student said, it doesn't work like that. They knew that these people... And dealing with those mental issues is actually not that far from home. I think that's more the issue than the guns. Is more the mental issues of what's going on. It's a cry for help within the system. I think I've always had to fight that openly using, I hate using the word bashing, but I do openly criticize the educational system, and I did before this week, and you have heard me do it on the air many times. And this stuff is a byproduct of them not getting it right. If they don't have safety right, what makes you think that they had the rest right? I know people that work there. They want, they want, uh, what? If my mom's best friend back home is a high school teacher. And it's, the issues are much more complicated than I could ever let on being an outside opinion. I'll never, I'll never know what's going on on the inside, but through empathy and seeing the evidence of what's produced, I'm sure they're making many more successful people than. There are casualties like this, but we'll never know. I know the likelihood of one of those, you know, one of the casualties of these people changing the world is low statistically, but it's different when they get a chance. But there's there's a lot in. I never want to get political. Take a shot. This is purely entertainment. Take a shot. 
it's it's just sad to hear about. Maybe 23 years ago, instead of getting speeding tickets in school zones, they should have been worried about the safety of if that happened from the inside and this person who did that tragic thing Monday of last week when the, around the time the new episode of the, the RDS show was airing, if if that person could do that and that's in a high-budget place, isn't that kind of a euphemism for everything else that's going on? And a metaphor for everything else that's going on? Then they're going to take it to the gun control thing. Maybe it's not gun control. Maybe it's mental health. Maybe it's something we have wrong with the educational system. Maybe it's a law enforcement thing. Maybe law enforcement wasn't there and they weren't on deck when they needed to be. In hindsight. I just think that there were more options there. I'm not the guy. You know, and you as a listener, you're probably not the guy. You're just an observer like me of what's going on. Yeah, some of these statistics, just to let you know, these all the statistics that I've introduced were uh, 23 and under uh, that bracket. So all the statistic stuff that I told you falls for all the all the shootings since the 60s that falls for um, kids and students under the age of 23. But I encourage you to watch some of these documentaries just to have a history lesson just to see what's going on it's always good they got plenty of documentaries on youtube and i what i like to get into is is criminal interrogations because they get really colorful and it kind of educates you about your rights when i was younger that's another thing they didn't teach me in school they didn't want me to know about my rights which that's crazy but that affects the career of law enforcement and I have nothing against law enforcement. I think if if it weren't for law enforcement, we wouldn't have such a civil world. Anytime I'm passing by someone of law enforcement, I kind of subtly what up them, and I subtly thank them for what they do because they're going out of their way to do it, and they're probably not getting paid as much as we think they are to do it. So a little empathy for everybody at the table. Sorry, I knocked a mic there. A little empathy for everyone at the table. A little empathy for law enforcement. A little empathy for teachers. A little empathy for shooters. God love them. Because, you know, if there is a a judgment after this, it's not looking too hot for them. If uh, if you don't believe in anything, it's... You're going to think they got away with something. Which, you know, stealing that many people's destinies, they did get away with something. And I'm not ever going to justify something that someone else does. I do like to get in the empathy to find out the why. Because we know the when about what's going on with this stuff. That chick that did this stuff, well, she she refers to herself as a, a he. So you have that. It's, uh, it's a transgender person. If there's any transgender people listening to the show, I'm glad to have you here. But it seems like with uh, what was going on with them, maybe there was a little bit of confusion there in that department. Maybe, because uh, that's what we talk about on the show's philosophy. Maybe there was some confusion in that department given as to the gender choice thing. It's it's your right to choose whatever you want to be. I think it might should wait till after the age of 18 when you can make that decision. But... We don't know what was going on with that person. Part of me thinks, based on what I was hearing, that maybe something traumatic happened at that school. And that we don't know it. Like maybe she that preferred to be referred to as a he went through something traumatic at that school and it was of sexual nature. And... I think that's part of what Eric and Dylan did 23 years ago. I think they weren't just fighting the students and faculty. I think they were fighting the system, and they were angry about the system. And that was their way of uh, biting back. I'm not justifying it. I'm saying that was their way of biting back. Because you you can quickly 
encapsulate all of these things into one big thing. I wanted to talk about being grateful. <laughs> I'm obviously not getting there. I'm off. I'm off on this tangent. You can encapsulate all of these things into one big thing. Well, my teacher, this. All right, yeah. Well, the jocks, this. Well, yeah. Well, I'm stuck in this place, and they're taking me there, and I have to be there. And if I don't go there, I get in big trouble. Damn. Stack on being a teenage male, a few anger issues, and somebody found guns, because there's plenty of tape of these kids shooting guns out in the woods. And it used to be different. I hear from people who have been around for decades, longer than me, how there used to be guns everywhere. And as soon as you were 18, it was a rite of passage to be taught how to use a gun. There's shootings that happened before this and interviews that have happened before this. And I saw another one that uh, I was really interested in. And it was this guy, Lowe. And he was reading the book of Revelation that he had duct taped shut. And he thought that he was supposed to make people pay for sins. Just radical. And in the midst of psychosis. And it didn't really sink in until 20, 30 years later. Hey, I was going crazy when I was a kid. I had access to a gun. It was only $150 to get an SRS rifle. You can equip it like an AK. At that point, you think, well, maybe it's more gun control. It's it's 50-50 gun control. A gun's not going to get up off of the get up off the shelf or climb out of the safe or wherever it is, get in the car, crank the car and go to a highly public area and start opening fire. It's the user their access to it. And that's that's touchy. It's hairy. It's political. It can get... Take a shot. It can get really hairy around in there. And there are those hairy topics in the U.S. right now that nobody wants to get near. And I, I can't. Because it will... You could take anything that anybody's saying and you can cut it up and make it into something that you don't like. You can make any person into some someone that you don't like. I'm blessed that you even listen to me because you could just chop up something I say and it could have just slipped out because you get me for 45 minutes an hour every week. You could just chop something up, make it into something that you don't like. Hell, they could do it with deep fake AI. They could just take something that they don't like and cancel me. But I'm still going to be around. I'm still here. I'm still going to be doing my thing for... Oh, I, I wanted to thank you guys again. Spotify started to... Uh, they've changed the program that I record on. And uh, now I get to see how many followers I have, which I'm really, really happy about. So thank you so much for following, specifically on Spotify, because it allows me to see that statistic. And it's great. It's fantastic. So if there's ever anybody you know that would be interested in having a little bit of entertainment from the show, and uh, we, I try to put a little bit of education in there, but I always love hearing your guys' feedback on what's going on. What's your opinion on this thing that's happened this week? What's your opinion on uh, this attack? What's your opinion on the educational system? What do you think of... Do you think that they're doing it right? Do you think that they're just missing the mark a little bit? Do you think that it wasn't their fault and it has nothing to do with anyone around them, that it was just an outside thing? Some people don't want to change anything. They want to leave it just the way it is. They want everything to be just the way it was, and they think, oh, it was another criminal, you always get a bad egg in the batch, which is not entirely untrue. You do always get a bad egg in the batch somewhere with everything. Someone that's going to ruin it. I mean, hell, I've talked to you guys about it in the last episodes. I Usually, in places of employment, I'm in capitalist America. I've been part of the reason why they make rules and have, have helped some family-owned companies make it to becoming corporations just through working hard as a kid and being easily impressionable. And we'll do whatever I was told. Critical thinking wasn't always there. It was, got to go out there and get that check. 
back home, I mean, you're lucky to have one. Wherever you are, you're you're lucky to have one. More and more every day as we're being slowly replaced by uh, artificial intelligence and robots, probably. It's bad for the creatives. It's not really... The more complicated critical thinking jobs, yeah. Oh my gosh, I was on social media the other day and I saw a fully autonomous car just driving itself around town with no people. (laughs) It was just a car. It was just a car driving itself around. Let that sink in. Just the car. There were no people in the car. This car is essentially doing whatever it wants. It's off the leash. I I hate when I drop profanity, but holy S-H-I-T. Wow. <laughs> this car. This car's driving wherever it wants to go. Maybe we shouldn't be worried about the kids. Maybe maybe we should be worried about the robots. Oh my god. That's literally what a transformer is, you know? A transformer is a machine acting on it. Maybe it's he's, maybe that car was trying to find the AllSpark. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Maybe he was uh, maybe he was driving itself for an oil change. I'm trying to give it some kind of motive. The empathy for a freaking car. Golly. Well, I know at my house we're gonna be really happy when a machine is made that can do the dishes, because we hate doing the dishes. Seems like that's that's the number one thing. I was talking about that the other day. I was like, you know, somebody who came in our house, they would think probably with what we have that, you know, we're probably not good with this, that, the other. And then I get the, yeah, they probably think we're we're not good at doing dishes. Like, yeah, that's true. Well, positive thoughts and pray for my little fur child that we're worried over. For the day, we're staying home and watching and uh, being grateful for what we have and uh, grateful for time and love and people and patience and everything that we can be grateful for. Grateful that no one has uh, tested the gun control even closer to home. Oh, I guess I, I need to say it too. Another thing about that situation is uh, the chest cam footage leaked, and we watched that, and that's pretty dark. If you go to looking that up, be careful. That's a that's a tough one, and it's showing the brave people in law enforcement doing what they do best, and uh, a lot of the time there's much hairier issues that they jump into with the weeds and that that they have to worry over. But that was pretty cut and dry, I'm sure. There's not going to be a whole lot of paperwork on that one. Or maybe there is a lot of paperwork. Who knows? If you're in law enforcement, drop a comment. Because we'd love to hear about it. I'd love to talk about it on the show. A little bit about what you guys do. I'd like to interview a cop. And uh, see what everyday life is like. What kind of crazy stuff they see. That'd be neat. Maybe a teacher. Or uh, someone who's currently a student. Let me know what you think of that. That might be really neat. I'll just riff with them and we'll see what's going on in the current status of all those kinds of things, if they're making any changes. I I work a little bit in security. I always try to stay vague into what I do, but they're making some changes around here as far as schools. I won't, I won't allude to what they are because I don't want anyone if there are if there is anyone uh listening that's taking note and it's uh of ill intent i wouldn't want them to know i just wanted to cite things that were going on um you should you shouldn't be able to walk up to any institution and just go crazy like that it's but what we're not omnipresent we can't be everywhere at the same time even if you're one of the most well-trained people there's still only one of you and many 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 more people with many 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 more issues going on hurt people it's cry out for pain or or cry out in pain and uh if you're going through anything i always encourage you to get medical help uh, see a professional 
you know, see what's going on. They're making it easier to access than it ever has been. Now there's apps for this shit. So you can just jump on an app and talk to that. And they put you on with doctors and things like that. And it's crazy. It's a good time to be living in just in case you can't make an appointment. Because you have to make your 40 hours or whatever. But I want to know what you're doing. I want to know how you're taking it. I want to know what you think. And um, have you seen some of these documentaries uh, of stuff like this? Do you... Do you not pay attention to this stuff? I know a lot of people don't like to pay attention to it because it's just so dark. People don't like to entertain themselves with things so dark. You might skip this episode for that reason. If you've made it till this point, I know that you're a true fan of the show and we might be talking about something that genuinely interests you. But, yeah, this next week will be better. I know it will be. If Stuff like this doesn't happen all the time. It happens a lot, but I don't think I don't think that uh, maybe it'll come up later. Maybe someone higher up is listening, and 23 years from now, we won't have kids like Dylan and Eric. We won't have uh, people like that uh, that lady or that guy. However, we're supposed to refer to them. Uh, yeah have a great rest of your week i hope uh studying goes well i know some people are studying i know some people are spring breaking so i hope you're not spring breaking too hard hopefully you're not too drunk off the apple juice this episode i hope uh if you're working out it's going well if you're sleeping to this episode i hope you're sound asleep and that you're uh, dreaming very bright things i go to sleep to some pretty dark stuff sometimes so maybe you're maybe you're achieving REM sleep, but I got to get out of here. I think that's all the time we have for today. I got to get some things taken care of around here. And um, Thanks for listening to the Robert Dowd Show podcast. I've been your host, Robert Dowd. Happy trails, uh, love and peace to all around you, and we'll see you next week. Can't wait. Thanks. Bye.